right, let's go live with Jack Kelly. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Um, so today, hey, we got a lot to talk about. This is the time of year where it's the holidays, holiday season is great. And usually people wait to New Year's, you know, January 1st to do their resolutions. You know, I'm going to stop eating so much. I'm going to stop drinking. I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to do this and that and what have you, right? And usually it lasts for a day or two. My thinking is this. If you really want to excel, if you want to take some big risks, take some chances, if you really want to build your career, if you want to move forward, if you want to make something happen, why would you wait till January first, like some arbitrary day and say, oh, that's what I'm going to do. If you're really motivated and you really want to get something going on, I would suggest today, right here, right now is the time to start. It's very easy to push it off, right? Say, oh, I got to buy, you know, all the presents and I'm going to go, you know, to my grandma Tilly over here and I can't do blah, 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 blah. There's always going to be excuses. There's always going to be a reason why you can't do something. You always can come up with some rational reason that you talk yourself into. Well, I would do it, but I have to do blah, blah, blah. Maybe this time, here's what we can do. Start now, right? Before everybody else, where everybody else is just going about their business, shopping, uh, watching those you know, you know, goofy kind of hallmark movies about, you know, the person, the big city lawyer who goes to the small town and falls in love with the lumberjack. You know, let, let's put those aside. Let's focus on what you could do for yourself and how you can improve your life and how to have a better life in 2024. Um, what I have is some couple of different ideas, right? And I'm not saying this is the be all end all of what you need to do. It's a starting point. I'm looking at this as that hey, to bring up certain different ideas, to throw it out there, just to get your wheels spinning, to say, hey, what can I do? How can I improve? How can I get better? How can I make more money? How can I get a bigger bonus, a higher corporate title? How I can maybe find a new job? And and we'll get it started and make is that okay? Let's 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 do this. It'll be a short, cool conversation where I'm gonna give out some ideas and some thoughts. From this, I'm going to try to put together a Forbes article to give a more in-depth details about, you know, all these, you know, things that I'm going to talk about, because right now I don't want to bore you by going through, you know, a whole, I think everybody's attention span is so short now that if I would go through everything, you know, line by line, you guys would be yawning and saying, oh, this is so boring. I can't take it. So I'll just give you the highlights and, and then we, you, you can look at it later. So here's what I would suggest. Number one. Number one, don't, don't wait for the new year to do something. Start right now. Right now. Because this is the best time to start. And you got, you got, to, you got to just get going. You got to get in motion. You got to start moving. Because if you don't, you're going to fall behind. The markets now are, are tough. We're really in a, in a weird economic state. Even though the stock market has been rallying for a while, signaling that the investors feel things are going to do well in the future. We're also seeing lots of layoffs. We yeah, we talked the other day about Spotify, Twilo. I think Goldman Sachs is laying off people, Citigroup. Uh, 
this uh, train, this uh, uh, trucking kind of company is laying off people, Broadcom, um, just like across you know, the board, right? A whole bunch of different things. So there, there, I seem to recall, I don't know if anybody here could, could remember this, but to me, it seems, let's say over the last 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, do you ever remember where there would be massive layoffs during the holidays? Um, to me, I don't, because that was one of these things that was sacrosanct. It was this like unwritten, unspoken, mutual understanding between employers and employees that during the holiday season, starting around Thanksgiving to you know the new year and a little afterwards, it's, it's, it's like if there's a war and then there's a peace, they say, hey, we're just going to have a peace, a ceasefire for a while. And companies wouldn't lay off because they know it was just so cold-blooded that if you're laying people off, you're just, just ruining their holidays. They had plans. They, they, they wanted to go fly out to meet relatives and friends and family and have presents and all that. But if somebody gets loses their job, that just, just takes everything away. It beats them up mentally, emotionally, and the person who lost the job feels horrible. Their partner or spouse feels horrible, and the kids pick up on it, particularly young kids. They pick up on that vibe, like, what just happened here? And we're seeing this happen often. Not only is it that they're laying off people and thousands at a clip, but what happens is that the stock, the, the share prices of these companies rise when they lay off. So what, what these companies have realized, every time they lay off workers, instead of having bad publicity, or instead of having, you know, you know, uh, people look at them and say something, it's just the opposite. The stock prices go up and they're happy. And the exact, well, the executives are happy because they get paid a lot with stock and stock grants and stock options. So they're doing well. Shareholders are doing well but the people who lost their jobs are not doing well. So it's a really bizarre world. And this is why I'm saying for going into 2024, I think the watchwords are this, is that you have to, you have to look after yourself. No one's gonna come and save you. No one's gonna knock on your door and hand you a job. I'm just giving you cold hard facts, which suck. You have to be in control of your own destiny. You have to make sure you do whatever it takes to succeed. Because this whole, hey, we're a family, we're a team, it's, it's bullshit because you don't, you know, you don't fire your grandma and your grandpa and your uncle and your aunt. It doesn't work that way. You can't, you can't have it both ways where you say, hey, we're a family, but then you let go of your family when it's convenient. So what's going to happen, you need to dig down and say, hey, right now, like, like today, right after this podcast, right? Think about, hey, where am I in my company? Am I safe or am I not safe? Do I have longevity there or not? Do you think I'm going to stay are other people getting laid off? Are there talks of being laid off? You really want to get a sense of where you fit. Because if there's this prevailing wind, and you know this within corporations, it's, it's a little harder now that it's remote and it's hybrid. But when everybody is in there, you know the gossip mill goes, the rumor mill goes. So maybe it is, it's just on Slack instead of in person, where, you know, you get, hey, did you hear that? Well, you know, so-and-so was laid off. Oh, they're saying this person's laying off. Oh, they're saying they have to cut X amount of people. And you want to kind of keep your antenna up to see 
what's happening. So you know, is there a likelihood I'm going to lose my job or not? And if there is, when is this going to happen? And this is sound weird. You want to be nosy, you know, like you want to kind of ask around, figure out what's happening because you want to know, you want to get ahead of it. You don't want to be that person who out of the blue is told, hey, thanks. Not even told, you get an email, right? Cold email saying, sorry, Jack, you were like, oh, huh, sorry, good luck. <laughs> good luck with your future endeavors. So start looking around to see how safe you are. Then also, I think it's time, you want to kind of figure out what, what you really want to do. You know, are you happy with your career? Are you happy with your job? Do you like your boss? Do you not like your boss? Do you want to do something else? Do you, do you see yourself in this role for the next year, two years, three years, five years, 10 years? You want to kind of figure that out. Uh, is my job safe? Yes or no? Then you want to say, am I happy? Do I enjoy what I'm doing? Do I like what I'm doing? Is there something better that I could do? This These are the things to start with. And, and what you could do is just write them down, jot them down, whether on your on your iPhone, old school in a, in, a, in, a, in a spiral notebook, whatever you feel comfortable with. So this way you could have a focus point on it and you make it real. Because if you write things down, you put, or you put it into your iPhone, it makes it real because you can look at it and see it. And, and it keeps you honest about, you know, following through on what you want to do. Here's a few things. I would say this, because tough, times are tough, particularly for white collar professionals. It's, it's what they call a rich session, where for people who are mid to senior level executives, college educated, advanced degrees, they are having a super hard time finding a job. And that's because these companies are still cutting costs because they're still worried about what's going to happen with the economy, with high inflation, with the Middle East, with Ukraine. So they're keeping you know, the costs down, cutting costs. That said, there may not even be a lot of opportunities internally. So you have now more than ever, you have to manage your career and focus on it and be strategic. And by being strategic, as I mentioned, find out like what's the vibe. Is there, is there any layoffs in the wind? What's the rumor mill saying? How do I really like my job? Is it worth staying and fighting for it or not? Or maybe just try to do something else. So starting with that, then here's what you could do too. Let's talk about outside the company. Maybe you might feel, hey, I've been doing this corporate stuff for five, 10, 20 years. Maybe I want to step out of this like whole rat race kind of thing and do my own stuff. There's always the say to say, hey, let me be an entrepreneur. Let, let me take my side hustle and ramp it up. Maybe take some gig work. Now, I know that's not easy because if you're accustomed to a certain level of income and a certain salary and the status that comes along with Hey, I'm a VP at Morgan Stanley. You know, I'm a managing director at Goldman. So what happens? A lot of times you're caught up in the trappings of what society deems, wow, you're doing this job. Wow, that's awesome. And they put you in an elevated position. Maybe it's time to think, 
is that what I want? Am I happy doing this? You know, I work really hard to be an attorney. I'm a, I'm a partner of a law firm, but I never see my kids. I'm working around the clock. Always hustling to get new clients. These, this is the time now to start figuring out, is this what I want? Or maybe I could do something else. Or maybe as an attorney, I could say, you know what? Even though I'm making a crazy amount of money, perhaps I'll set up my own practice. And let's say I have a passion for helping immigrants come to this country and, and getting them settled here and doing all the legal work. The pay might be much lower, but it might be something that gives you meaning and purpose and fulfillment. Now, I know you can say, that's crazy because you don't have the money. How you pay? This would be, let's you know be real. This would probably be more suited for somebody who already banked away a lot of FU money and could afford to do something like that. I get it. So when I'm saying this thing, I'm not being naive. And that, oh, yeah, you could just go and do this startup overnight. But at least start thinking of different avenues to pursue. That's the first step. You know what I mean? The first step is kind of just brainstorming what we're doing here now. We're brainstorming about this stuff. So maybe what you can do is not completely starting over from scratch, but taking what you do and maybe try to do it on your own. It would be a little entrepreneurial. If you're concerned about starting something outside of your company, maybe you could be an internal entrepreneur, meaning that let's say you're looking around your company and you realize there's a way to build something unique, to monetize something, to, to, to get some revenue and profits coming in. Then you could pitch your idea to your bosses and say, hey, I got this great idea and walk them through where how you could kind of take your job and make yourself the kind of the CEO of this little new unit and make something happen. Now, once again, you could say, oh, come on, that's not realistic. Well, maybe, maybe not. But you have to try. Because if you don't try, nothing is ever going to change. If you scoff at everything and say, no, this is too difficult. Oh, this is crazy. Oh, they're never going to listen to me. Then, then you've lost the game. You have to think in terms of what if. I think I can do this. I think I can make this happen. I'm going to try and make this happen. You want to have your mindset of saying, hey, I don't have, there's no reason I have to do the same thing every day, day in and day out. You know, how, how long can you be sick and tired of feeling sick and tired every day? There comes a time where you have to start thinking, I need to find different ways to start making myself happy and making money and building a future and not be, you know, having to grovel to my boss every time if I want a $2 raise or, you know, whatever kind of raise it is. So maybe think about something entrepreneurial and you don't have to quit your job right away. Maybe there's a passion you have. Maybe you're a great artist. Maybe you're, 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 you're a great musician, whatever it may be. And do that on the side, do a side hustle and see if maybe you could turn into something bigger. Or as I mentioned, maybe try to be, you know, an internal entrepreneur to build something up and then maybe spin it out. Is it easy? No, no, nothing. If you want to be successful, nothing is easy. That's 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 the thing. That's what you have to be aware of. Nothing is easy. It's all always hard, and it's always going to be roadblocks and always going to be problems. But you can't just focus on that. You have to focus on having your game plan, having your mission, having your goals, and then having a system in place to kind of bang at it 
day in, day out, day in, day out to do it. Another thing you could do is, is invest in yourself. Because we really can't trust now companies who are looking after our best interest. In my opinion, if they're firing people during the holidays, well, you know what? They don't care. They just don't care. And, and you know what? It doesn't even bother me because it is what it is. If that's the game, now we know the game and we got to play the game. So it's up to you now to, to educate yourself, meaning that with everything going on in the economy now, AI, cybersecurity, data analytics, machine learning, you want to embrace it. Now, don't roll your eyes and say, oh, this is just some new technology, big deal. It's going to go away. Something else will happen. Well, maybe. Yeah, good. But so what? So take a, take a little time to say, hey, you know what? I'm good with numbers. Let, let me look into this data anal analytical stuff. I, I hear that's pretty hot and moving. I'm also hearing like cybersecurity. You know, every almost every other day you hear about a hacking. And I can tell you this, I've heard from so many executives that you they can't find enough people to take these jobs. So may, take these online courses. Right now, more than ever before, this could be an online course for anything. A lot of it is free. Some are paid. Some are sponsored by different universities. But they're out there. So you could become, I don't want to say an expert, because, but you could become very knowledgeable, whether it's in AI, whether machine learning, whether cybersecurity, data analysis, and a whole array of other things. So you could start, you know, building yourself up and learning more because knowledge is power. So the more, you know, the more you learn, the more certificates you get, the more accreditations and credentials. Now there's a catch to that. I've always noticed when you have these accreditations, credentials, and so forth, it, it's, it's good to have, but oftentimes that itself doesn't open the door, but it helps. And I'm saying that. So Later on, when you take all these courses and nothing happens, you Jack, you're an idiot. Nothing happened. It doesn't necessarily mean it's going to automatically get you a job, but it helps. And also, it goes under the umbrella. My whole theme is you got to try different things because maybe it will help, maybe it won't help. But if you don't do anything, nothing's going to happen. So take take a look at different online courses. There's so many out there. Just Google, and you'll see it's overwhelming how many are there to learn, upskill, reskill, learn new things, learn different things. Maybe maybe even see in your office, can you shadow somebody? If there's something like you're really you're like, hey, I'm really interested in checking out this cybersecurity. That sounds really cool. Maybe you could shadow somebody. Maybe you could even ask to be an apprentice and kind of work for somebody for you know peanuts to learn the trade. There are all sorts of ways to attack it, but the key is you want to learn, get more skills, and grow. Another, another thing you need to do is really focus on you know, networking. And I know when you hear that, it's like ick, you know, that old-fashioned, you know, shaking sweaty hands, and it's not like that anymore. Networking, in my opinion, right now means this. You want to cultivate. And if you haven't already, you want to start cultivating relationships with people. This could be reaching out to the kids you grew up with, kids you went to high school with, college, you know, 
people you went to college, college alumni, folks in your neighborhood, family, friends of your family, neighbors, people you, who you currently work with, people who you used to work with, and stay in touch with them. Stay in touch with them, check in on them, see how they're doing. This time of year is perfect because if you haven't spoken to someone, let's say in three years, and you contact them, email, text, phone call, what have you, it won't be odd because it's like the holidays. So of course someone's you know reaching out. So this is the best time to reach out to people in your network. And it could be because you're looking for a job. So, and this is very, this is really important. Most people, when you're in between jobs, and I find this more with men than women, they're so tied up with their identity of their job is that when they start, when they, when they lose it or fear of losing it, instead of going out there and interacting with people, going to parties, going to dinners, meeting people for a drink, they pull back and do the exact opposite because they're embarrassed for someone to say, hey, Jack, how are you doing? I lost my, my job. What, Jack? Yeah, I lost my job. No, don't, don't be, it is what it is. We've all been through this. Through my recruiting practice, I don't think if I know anybody who worked for at least 10 years who didn't get downsized at least once. It's just par for the course. So there's nothing to be ashamed of, nothing to be embarrassed about. So if you've lost your job or worried about losing your job, don't hide at home, drinking, watching TV, whatever. Get out there and let people know that you're open and you need some help and you need some guidance and you love some leads for new jobs. Nothing wrong with that. And it's a numbers game. If you reach out with enough people who from your temple, your church, your mosque, your synagogue, your whatever, the parents of the kids, you know, that you play sport, sports with, if you chat up enough people, they're going to be someone who comes up and says, hey, Jack, I know you were looking for, you know, head of recruiting for Google. Hey, you want me to put your name in the, in, in the hat? Because I know the person there and they could pull some strings. I'm like, yeah, that's great. Now, will that happen automatically? No, but it's a numbers game. If you speak with enough people, interact with enough people, forge relationships with enough people, these things will happen. It's like you're making your own luck. You're creating your own breaks in life. The more people you speak with, the more you interact with, the more you get in touch with, the, the more. And then also, you want to help them out as well. You just don't want to come with an ask. You want, to, you want to see to them, hey, how can I help you? How are you doing? You want to start off those conversations. And I should have said this first. You want to start off the, you know, the conversation about, hey, how are you doing, Christine? How, how's it going? How can I help you? Everything okay? And then you could lead into about like, hey, I lost my job. Can you help out? So this way, you want to show it's a two-way street. You're not just taking. You're giving and taking. It's a mutually benefiting relationship. And with, with, with networking, you go to events, meetups, conferences, wherever you can meet people. And specifically meet people who are within your sector, in your sphere, within the type of career you're in or the type of career you want to be in. 
So this way you can maximize the results because you're going to talk to people who are like, yes, I want to do what you're doing. How do I do it? Help me out here. And that leads to something else. You want to go out and find a mentor, find a coach, find recruiters, find like a group of people who could kind of give, give you honest feedback and constructive criticism so you really know if you're doing well or not. And you don't want to kind of go on interviews and everyone's like, oh yeah, you're fine. And meanwhile, they're like, oh my gosh, Jack is the worst at interviews. You need people around you that you build a team. There's these mental mentorship platforms you could sign up and, and ask questions of them and they could help. And, and it, it goes from free to costing a certain amount. And, you know, for the big shots, it's probably a lot, but they're out there. You could also just look around your office and, and see who is somebody who you respect, you admire, somebody who you feel is really smart, knows their stuff. And we all know people like that, right? Like they have all the connections, they know everybody, they know the game, they've been there, done that. So you want to find somebody maybe in the office who's that type of person and then just hit them up or her up and say, hey, you know what? I'm, I'm in this phase where I want to transition. Either I want to go and try something new and different. Can you help me out? I just need some advice and guidance. I'm not sure what to do. Find a coach, you know, whether it's a career coach, a life coach, someone who could kind of keep you focused and steady. You know, some people could do it on their own. Others need that help. Check out recruiters. This It's a weird vibe because sometimes people are like, ah, recruiters, they're just salespeople. They're trying to push me into a job. Ah, it's not that. Yeah, do, you know, recruiters, I mean, bottom line is they make money when they place you. So they want to place you. So you want to find recruiters who specialize in your career, who specialize in what you do. So then they could give you some good insights. They may say, hey, you know what, Jack? Right now is really soft. But maybe I think we think it's going to be better in the new year. Or maybe, hey, it's it's doing really well. If you're looking for all, we have some openings. Let's help. And it doesn't have to be one. You can get two or three recruiters. You don't want to get too many because then it can get weird and 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 awkward. But you don't get two, three, you know, that could kind of keep their eyes open, constantly look for openings to see what's out there. Um, maybe you won't even think about being an apprentice. Like it's, it's very rare, but sometimes these companies have these kind of apprenticeship programs. So look and see if there is one like that. You want to keep your eyes open. I mean, there could be lots of different things. And before you scoff at it, you know, check it out because the more you look into stuff, the more you find, huh, this is interesting. This may help me. I'm going to do it. So we have the mentors, we have the coaches, you know, find a good resume writer to punch up your resume, your LinkedIn profile. There are people who specialize in that. Make sure you know, you know, start, like we said, start thinking what you want to do, have a game plan, start building that network, starting to get to know people. Um, this might be uncomfortable. But there has, there's going to be a time where you need to speak to your supervisor or boss or manager in HR. And if you feel that you're not being appreciated, if you're 
being overlooked, if you're being taken for granted, and you look around you and say, wait, I've been here longer and I've performed better, you know, than, you know, these folks and they're making more money than I am. What the heck is going on here? What's up? There may come a time where, you know, you let it go, you let it go, you let it go. But then after a while, you're like, hey, this is this doesn't make sense. Why is this person getting promoted? And and he's a jerk. He's he's stupid. He's terrible. Like, why? I don't get it. Why is he getting that promotion and that raise? And I'm not. And instead of seething, instead of seething and then going home and complaining to your wife, spouse, partner, husband, kids, and like, I can't believe this happened. You know, Joe got that raise. He's a moron. How did he get that? I don't understand. This is crazy. Instead of bitching and moaning, set up a meeting with your boss and say, hey, and bring all the data, all the information, all your achievements, all your wins, all your victories, everything you've done. Get some, maybe get some accolades from colleagues who in writing and, and really sit down and say, hey, boss, what's up? I've been killing it and I'm not going anywhere. And some of these people who are my peers and I'm not trying to, you know, downgrade them, but I feel I have much more experience. You know, I've, I've performed better. My numbers are, are better and they're getting moved up. What's, what's going on here? We got to talk about this. Now that's always an uncomfortable conversation because they could say something to you that you really don't want to hear. They maybe say, well, Jack, I don't know why you feel this way, but you're really not that great. You suck. Could be. That could happen. Absolutely. You know, you, you may not have that self-awareness and, and maybe you think you're better than them and maybe you're not. But you owe it to yourself. You owe it to yourself to go into that meeting with a boss, with HR, maybe some executives and share how you feel you deserve to get that raise, that promotion, that bonus, that lateral transfer, or whatever you're looking to do. Now, I caution, caution you on this. I'm coming across like really aggro by saying you know, the way I'm talking. But when you have these meetings, you want to dial it down a little bit. Because if you come in, like I've been talking like, yeah, I do this. Ah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to freak people out. So what you want to do you want to kill them with kindness a little bit. You want to be polite because you don't want to freak them out. So let's say, hey, Christine, boss, you know, I've really, here's, I brought with me, you know, I've noticed a lot of people were getting promotions this year and raises and bonuses and higher, you know, VP titles. And I feel I did as much, if not better than them. Can, can we talk about it? Because I'm a little confused. Is there something I'm doing wrong or I, I, is there something that they're doing special? So you, you, you hear my tone. It's very different than before where I'm like, yeah, do this because you don't want to freak them out and make them uncomfortable. You want them to feel relaxed because if you go on the attack right away, they're going to stiffen up, right? If you're going to just, just like in, in, in real life, if you're dealing with friends, family, other, whatever, strangers, if you're just going attacking right away, they're going to be like, F you, who are you attacking? What are you attacking me? And now they're getting angry at you. So they're not going to want to support your cause. They're, 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 you know, they're getting geared up to get into a fight. So you want to kind of keep the tension down. You want to make it, you know, you don't want to be obsequious and kissing their butt, but you just also want to make it where you're not 
backing them into a corner, pushing them against a wall, yelling, raising your voice, cursing, because that's how you feel. That's when you're in those situations. Let's be honest. We all feel that way, right? You get that thing, a pit in the stomach and we're mad and we yell and we want to just strangle that per, you know, that, that HR person or that, you know, manager who's just, you feel is keeping you down. Can't do it. Bring down the temperature. Take some deep breaths. Be calm. Even if you feel you're being cheated and taken advantage of, if you start raising your voice, start kind of yelling or using foul language, you're going to lose. So you just want to try, and it's very hard to do, very hard to do. So you might want to walk through this a few times before you have that conversation and maybe even use like AI to write a script about, hey, I'm going into my boss and I'm worried that they're going to put me on a PIP, a performance improvement plan. What should I say? What should I do? How can I act? What should be the tone of my voice when I have that conversation? So I, I could really promote myself and not do any damage to my reputation by losing my temper. So this, these, this is some of these things I know you're saying, Hey, it's not easy. And I'll go back to it. Nothing is easy, but you got to try, you got to do it. Um, here's a, here's a something else. Change gears just a little bit. Most people don't take chances in life or their careers because they're worried about failing. I would suggest you don't, don't worry about that at all. You know, they're worried about, Hey, if I switch jobs, maybe I won't do well at that new job. You know, if I get that promotion, maybe I'm not going to do well, so I'm not going to go for it. You know, oh, here's this big project. Sounds really cool, but I'm worried if I do it and it doesn't work out well, what's going to happen? And I think most people feel that internally. Now, what's really funny and interesting, you have other people who just will jump right into it because I don't know if they're just have this this like ego that they could do anything or they're just kind of so dumb that they don't know that like it's hard work to do. I don't, but most people don't take action because they're afraid they're going to fail. I would suggest to you, don't worry about that. Everybody fails. I gotta tell you, as a recruiter over the years, I failed probably 99 out of 100 times. That's how the game works. You keep trying and trying, and more often than not, it doesn't work. The job seeker says, no, no, thank you. The person accepts the job, but then at the last minute says, oh, sorry, I got a counteroffer. I'm not going to take it. I view it as part of the game. I could view it as failure. Oh, I didn't place that person. Oh no, woe is me. Now it's part of the game. This is how it works. Just like playing football and you get tackled and, and, and you pull your ankle and you're out. It sucks, but it is what it is. You're playing the game. You know, this is going to happen, but you got to be in it. So what, 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 what you need to do is have the mindset of, Hey, I'll raise my hand for that project and I'll give it the best I can. And I'm going to do it. And if it doesn't work out, I'm not going to, I'm not going to put my tail between my legs. I'm not going to be like, Oh no, what was me? No. Chalk it up to like, Hey, I'm proud of myself because I had the courage to raise my hand and say, Hey, I I'm going to work on this 
really big, hairy, scary project that's, you know, that, that can make the difference in a big revenue flow or nothing. And it didn't work, but that's okay because I've learned a lot of lessons. And I partnered up with some very senior key executives and I've learned some new skills. And I, I now know more about this area for the future. So it's, you want to reframe if you do something and it doesn't work instead of like, oh, I'm a loser. This is terrible. No, you tried something. It didn't work. If you, if you want to check this out, if you Google like or look on AI and you see, you know, people like Thomas Edison, Henry Ford, uh, you know, Walt Disney, any of these people, uh, J.K. Rawlings, and you'll see like they they failed so often, so often. But then they just brush themselves off and try again and try again. So, so I would say volunteer, raise your hand, take chances and, and give it a shot. And if it works, you're a hero. If it does work, that's fine. You've learned a lot. You've learned from it. And, and, and it adds to your toolkit. Now, this might sound counterintuitive from what I'm saying, but I would also suggest there might be times when you do need to tap out. There's times where I think it's healthy to take a career break. Because sometimes if you're working 100 miles an hour all the time, day in, day out, day in, day out, you burn out. And oftentimes people don't realize how burnt out they are. Even if people say, hey, you're burnt out. You got to stop. You're like, no, 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 I'm good. I'm good. Don't worry. I'm good. And there, what ends up happening, you're not as productive. Your interactions with people um, isn't great because you're on edge and people sense it. They feel it. Just like when you interview. If you come in to an interview and you're feeling nervous and twitchy and scared, they smell it. It's like a shark smelling blood in the water, right? They feel it. They see it. They sense it. And that's what happens too. If you're kind of, you just, just over, over capacity and your interactions with people, while you think it's okay, they're not thinking it's okay. They're thinking, what's wrong with this guy? He's too intense. He's drinking too much coffee. What's up? So you want to kind of self-regulate and maybe ask around to people you trust. Going back to what we said earlier, I have like that, that network of mutual benefiting people and say, hey, how do I come across? Am I, like, yeah, you're burnt out. I would say just take a sabbatical, take, take your paid time off, take that vacation, sit on the beach, chill, recuperate. So this might sound a little different than when I started the conversation about, yeah, go get this done now. But I'm reasonable. We're reasonable. Like, yeah, there are times where you just have to just chill out, take some time, take a mental health break, an emotional well-being break, dial it down, and then you can come back refreshed. So how are we doing so far, Chris? You're doing excellent. I love when you go into the like tough love dad mode. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, it's not, I, it's what, like, it's interesting. I, I don't think of it as tough. I don't know what to call it. Maybe that has to be a different term for it, but I really do feel after not only like, you know, 20 whatever years of recruiting, but then I also worked in the corporate world before that. It's just, 
now compared to what it was, it's really hard and it's really tough and it's really difficult. I know when I first started looking around, I could get jobs very easily. There were shitty jobs, but I was getting jobs, you know, getting jobs. Uh, now it's super hard. So like I feel, Christine, it's like if I don't say these things, I, I, I would be mad at myself because it's not helping anybody. You know, if I, if I was like most people think about what they do, like, oh, don't worry, you'll find a job. You're really good. You'll find a job. That sounds nice and sweet, right? But like, how are you helping that person? You, you know, you really, if it was a hot market, right? Like there's this little, remember this time period where after the pandemic and everybody was fired, then all of a sudden they got to hire everybody back and it was very frothy. All right, that's different. Yeah. That you can kind of, you don't have to do what I'm saying now. However, times have changed again. And now we're in this environment where you got to scratch and claw and do whatever it takes to move forward. And, and if anyone is telling you differently, um, I, you know, I don't think they're serving your, your, your needs. I think you have to know that I guess it is tough love, right? I guess that's maybe what it is. I think it's more just being honest about what's going on, but you know, just you know, semantics. Um, but this is this is something that you have, you know. And I, trust me, and I don't like talking this way. I I'm, I like you know goofing around and having fun and, and talking about you know exciting things and laughing and joking around. But what I find the value that I could add on these LinkedIn Live podcasts is is to give what I'm seeing you know, from a variety of sources. So it's like what I see for what job seekers are talking about, hiring managers, HR, you know, when I'm interviewing people for Forbes, what, what they're saying, when I'm speaking to the people, you know, for Blind Ambition Podcast, like all these tech people, what they're saying. So I'm able to get, and then I read voraciously. Uh, this is something else I would suggest to go back to uh, online courses and things like that. You want to kind of check out podcasts. You want to find you know, articles or people who specialize in writing certain things that are in your in your space, but uh, relative to your job, to your career, because you want to get as much intel as humanly possible, so you know what's going on. Ooh, do you think we have some time for more, or Chris? Or that's enough. We gave enough for today. <laughs> we have time, and I also just wanted to add to what you were just saying. Sometimes we fall into complacency, so we do need people like you to kind of help people just snap out of it because we learn to accept mistreatment and just go along with the status quo and not challenge ourselves. So I, I love this. Yeah. Cause it is easy to say, well, you know, I'll wait for new year's and this new year's and go, well, you know, I'll wait till February. Oh, I'll wait till March. <laughs> you know, it's always, it's always something and, and it never, you know, and then you never do it. Yep. And I think that's, that's, that's in this kind of environment, you can't afford that, unfortunately. You can't afford it. It's just you you got to be there in front because while people who don't listen, you know, to what we're saying, they're going to be the ones from now till like mid-January are just, you know, coasting along. And God bless them. That's fine if that's what they want to do. But like, you know, you guys here who are watching, you're smart. You're you're forward looking. And 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 you're going to be the ones who are going to be the winners because while they're just just, you know, coasting, watching like die hard for the hundredth time and debating whether that's a ho you know, holiday movie or not. 
you're actually doing stuff. You're getting your resume updated. You're getting your LinkedIn profile updated. You know, you found a mentor. You're really building up your network and you're kind of meeting new people and you're doing different things and you're taking chances and you're even looking to say, hey, maybe I'm going to relocate. I hear that, you know, there's more jobs in, fill in the blank. You know what? Maybe I'm going to go there. Let me see that. I'm going to take a little risk. I'm going to see maybe, maybe I could, you know, hmm, maybe I'm going to go to Nashville. Maybe I'm going to go to Austin. Perhaps now they're too overcrowded. I got to find maybe the next hot area to go into. You know, maybe I'm going to kind of, I'm going to do this side hustle and see if I could turn it into something. So this is what we're going to do now to the beginning of the year. So that when you go in the air, you're going to be proud of yourself. You're going to be psyched. You have a lot of resumes that are sent out. You've made a lot of new connections. You feel, and then also you're just feeling good about yourself. Because if you take, if you take the time and effort to invest in yourself, you can feel better. And if you feel better when you interview, you're going to be more confident. And if you're more confident, the interviews in high range, they pick up on that vibe. And then you're more likely to get that next interview and that offer because they want to hire people who are confident, who are upbeat, who are positive, who are motivated, who don't give up, who work hard because they feel, hey, if that's how Jack and Christine are coming across in the interview, that's probably how they're going to be in the office and they're going to work really hard and they're going to do whatever it takes. So I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to hire them. So I, I hope this helps. This is, you know, part of the whole game plan where I'm trying to help everybody succeed and do well, make more money, advance in their career, maybe start a new business, whatever is going to make you happy and thrive in tough times. And as always, feel free. If you have any questions, hit us up in the, in the, in the comments. If you have any suggestions, if you have any topics you want us to cover, if you need any help, let us know because that's, that's the whole vibe what we're trying to do here. So thank you for watching. I really appreciate it. Christine, thank you. And uh, I will speak. I'm not sure if we are on tomorrow or not, but we'll see either tomorrow or, or Monday. So thank you very much, everyone. Bye.